Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn on your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. You know, there's some days when you just are dragging, and you don't mean to, even though you've had a day off the prior day, even though you're coming off of a holiday weekend, long weekend, you just find yourself having a hard time concentrating or getting locked in on one thing that takes hours upon hours, and you just kind of get drained and dragging around, and you think, you know what, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready to do the thing that I've got to do, but then all of a sudden, you're asked that one question, do you want to get rocked? And from the depths of my very soul and heart, there's an answer that comes forth that just says yes. And I can't help but love the fact that this is Rock Out Loud. And my name is Steve Glosson, and I am now ready to rock. I mean, listen, the minute Def Leppard asks, Art, do you want to get rocked? I'm like, you know what? Heck yes, I do. And that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to get rocked on this episode of Rock Out Loud. I'm not doing it by myself, though, as you know. Ladies and gentlemen, well, we're going to let him breathe, and then we'll bring in Kristen. She's the rockin'est chick in all the land. It's Kristen in Jersey. What's up, Kristen? Every night and day. What's up, guys? Um... So, this is the, I mean, let's be honest, we're coming into the band that holds the number one metal album according to Rolling Stones of all time. Yes, let's go with that. According to the Rolling Stone magazine. Not according to the Rolling Stones, mind you, but according to the Rolling Stones. And look, and so you can't help but get a little pumped up because I'm not, I'm dead serious, I was kind of draggy today. And I and and I mean I went and had supper and I'm like you know I had breakfast for su- for supper or breakfast for dinner if you will, which uh, you know Brenner as it were, and I was like okay this is kind of nice I guess I'm kind of coming around, and it wasn't you know fired up you know some coffee and and was just down on some coffee and everything, and nothing really took effect until sincerely when he says do you want to get rocked and I'm like, heck yes I do. Yes, I That's do. when you, David Lee Roth, kick. You That's like, right. you know, rip your shirt open to reveal like your denim vest with well, all your patches okay. on it. I'm glad you went denim vest. <laughs> what did you think I was going to well, say? Because, your like, spandex. You, well, let me tell you something. No one wants Steve Glosson ripping open his shirt for any reason whatsoever. <laughs> that is. But not... underneath is a denim vest. Mm, well, unless there is a denim vest underneath. Even then, you want me to have some kind of undershirt under the denim vest. There's just a lot flopping around in there is what I'm saying. You probably have like an Iron Maiden shirt underneath. Maybe mm-hmm. if you're feeling really frisky, maybe you got a Springsteen shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably go Springsteen before I'd go Iron Maiden, <laughs> to be honest with you. So. As per our last podcast, I mean, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I was I was about to talk about something before we got going. Oh, uh, hey, this is going to be a fun episode because we're doing a, we're listening to an album. We're, we're highlighting an album uh, and uh, and. 
and, and I was telling Chris, and I just went ahead and bought it, and I didn't listen to it. And then I, you know what? I totally forgot what I was going to say before we got going. There was something no. I was there was something I was about to tell you, and I'm like, you know what? Save it, and we'll just move on. You we're saying how it's how it's easier to buy on Amazon. That's right. That's right. Which people can do by going to geekoutonline.com and just using the links to Amazon there. Amazon Music has really kind of stepped it up. There's a there's a greater ease of use in some instances than iTunes. There's there's a broader um, a, a broader sense of being able to use things across devices and that sort of stuff than than your iTunes music. So I'm, that's I, what my dad uses over Apple or after over iTunes, Spotify, the whole nine. Yeah, I've I've kind of become pro Amazon uh, music here lately. But no, there was something about listening to music or oh no, okay here it is. Yes, when I was a teenager, and I think and I don't think this is um, exclusive to me. I, I think that there is a a point where music stop. I don't want to say it stops being important or stops mattering, but looking for new music stops mattering. Okay. Um, and and there is a point where you just kind of you you kind of hang with what you had, you know, all along. And for me, it's weird because what I gravitate to is so much eighties stuff in early 90s but i do find myself you know kind of locked in that high school era for me where i'll accept this or i won't accept this you know we we've kind of talked about our feelings of grunge but even i'll find myself sometimes like you know what i'll play this pearl jam song you know it'll take me back a little bit but i don't devour music like i used to like i don't know how much of my income went to cds back in the day I, I, it Probably was, a lot. It was ridiculous. Yes, it was ridiculous. You know, and and we talk so much about the concert scene here. You know, with you and and you being the concert connoisseur that you are. Um, but you know, truth be told, um, I did dig the live shows back then. Now they were completely different bands than what you're talking about because I was all into the Christian rock stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm seeing bands like Petra and. DC Talk and Newsboys and all these different groups that they put on great shows and and I just and I would go and just rock out and 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 I'm kind of but there came a point where I'm like I'm just not into the buying new music every week like I used to be I mean I used to keep up with what's coming on what was going down you know and then as I got into college and stuff I was still like you know there in fact driving to college there was always a Best Buy right off the highway once I got about two and a half hours from home. And so whenever I was driving from home and going to home, I would stop at that particular Best Buy and pick up new music. It's where I got Mad Season. Um, yes! It's where I got several different albums from the late 90s era that I was into at the time. And and even that has stopped. Like, you know, perusing Amazon now. I'm like, eh, I don't really care. And so... Um, so to buy new music is kind of a big deal, but like, I don't know. I wonder what, I know what's not unique to me is the, I was just devouring music and buying so many CDs and so much music back in the day. But I wonder what the cutoff is for most grownups are, you know, how many people are like me where they just kind of cooled off on it. And I never thought I would. I thought, oh, this, oh, this would be great when I'm, and when I have, you know, disposable income. Oh, it's going to be all music all the time. Now, granted, when I got some decent disposable income, it was all Star Wars all the time. 
Oh man. Yeah, but uh, but I, I'm just wondering. So I don't know, Kristen. Have you hit that point? Do you buy music now? Because you are of the younger generation. So that has I mastered the streaming if, and stuff. I buy. I buy if I love the artist and want to support the artist. But for the most part, I do stream. But mm-hmm. I do pay for Spotify. Okay. And artists are getting paid for streaming now. Mm-hmm. So. You can't make me feel bad. I'm not, have, no, 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 no. I have all I'll, my Strats records. Yeah, no. I, all that goodness. I know artists get paid for the streaming stuff and everything, and I'm and I'm all about it. And I don't even mind. Like I do Pandora some. Um, I wish their algorithms would get a little bit better. Where in terms of like suggestions? In terms of suggestions, in terms of you know playing stuff that is actually related to the station that you're on. <laughs> Unlike Pandora? No, that's what I'm... Did I say Spotify meant Pandora? Pandora needs to get better. Spotify, I don't use Spotify enough, I don't think. I use... See, I exclusively use Spotify. Mm -hmm. Well, everyone says it's better. But don't you have to pay for Spotify if you're going to use it on your mobile device? Uh, Well, it's been so long since I've had Spotify. Mm -hmm. I feel like you can listen to it, but you can't... Like the reason why I paid for Spotify is because when you don't pay, you can't select what songs you want to listen to. Mm, mm. So you have to just hit shuffle and hope for right. the best. Right. Well, that's what I do with the Pandora's. I just kind of let it roll and I'll thumbs down some stuff. But I always feel like it's not really paying attention to me. I feel like what it's doing is saying, okay, we won't play this song anymore. Not we're going to insert this into an algorithm that'll keep other songs like this from being played. Yeah. For example, I don't want to hear Knights in White Satin, and I don't want to hear anything like Knights in White Satin. So, that means no if a picture paints a thousand words. That means no other songs like that ilk. Not that they're bad songs, but not for that particular um, station that I've created, so to speak. I will say, though, the Rock Out Loud one is pretty good. I pretty actively thumbs up and thumbs down our Pandora station. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well and you do a good job of curating that you've done a good job of curating all kinds of things this week i want to pull the curtain back just a little bit y'all Kristen is fired up about rock out loud <laughs> and a smidge yeah and and the thing is is when you or any of the other co-hosts in the goldiverse get fired up about our our individual projects that gets me fired up and so i'm like yes let's do this and so you have been like rocking the social media this week uh already of course granted we're recording this on a tuesday but like you put up this great twitter poll or this you put out you put out the word sunday didn't you or was it saturday or sunday i think sunday about just what are people listening to and 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 you use that to compile a monday playlist Mm -hmm. how 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 has that gone has anyone commented or anything on that stuff uh so many people have commented um so I posted the list yesterday of most of the stuff. Um, pulling the curtain back, I could only put so many on there before it made me scroll to new things. So next Monday <laughs> when I do another Listener Monday or the next time we do a Listener Monday, keep sending me your suggestions because we got some really cool different stuff. And who knows, you might find something that you really dig and then you might be like, hey, oh my God, like – Dave Jones, Rival Sons is amazing. Let me follow you and let's talk music. Like, I don't know. Like, let's spread the love 
through music. You just make- but yeah, and I just I just really want to interact more with you guys on the social media as per my video yesterday that I posted of me. Oh my god. Well, and that was a great little vid that you were kind of explaining everything and and you were so you're being so quiet. You're like, "Hey guys. <laughs> just want to let you know this is what's happening." Because I'm literally in a house with other people and they're like, who is she talking to? You're standing there in front of David Bowie? Of course, standing in front of David yeah. Bowie. I mean, I have many pictures I could be standing in front of, but... So, just, just uh, you mentioned Dave Jones throwing out Rival Sons. I'm not familiar with Rival Sons at all. I um, feel like you'd be into them. They're kind of Zeppelin-y. I'm going to have to go through this playlist that you posted. You can find it at Rock Out Loud Pod on the Twitter. Um, Michael Nip, we call him Michael High Nip in the Goliverse from way back uh he royal blood lights out the mink panther uh at the mink panther on twitter threw out some magpie salute greta van fleet the black crows um padawan adam throwed out some queensryche remember queensryche everybody <laughs> dang uh at eden op Kerr. <laughs> uh hands like houses john phillips was was bringing the dead daisies and Frank Zappa. Mm-hmm. Frank Zappa is someone that I don't feel like I'm well versed in, like I should be. I'm definitely not. Because I hear a lot of people from that era just speak of his genius and 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 the way that he was kind of a a mover and a shaker. And I'm like, I just don't know enough about him. And I a should... little cray cray. Yeah, of course, of course. Our boy Macca. At Macca McManus said uh, he threw out some of the regrets and bad cop, bad cop. Uh, Andy Lindeman, that's Andy, let me Google that for you, Lindeman. Uh, <laughs> w- had to throw in the rush. <laughs> Andy's a rush hey, guy. Hey, I mean, we throw out our Def Leppard. That's so. true. That's true. Look, I don't, Rush is, every single one of them are very talented. There's no getting around it. Um. Uh, they're just not necessarily my cup of tea beyond a couple of their bigger hits. And then uh, at Noah Mara through Mara at Noah Mero seven throughout uh, Manchester Orchestra. So I'm going to go through what I what I need to do is sit down and go through this playlist and just kind of set it up as a playlist from these guys and listen. And that's kind of what we want everyone to do. And it'll and and connect with one another through that and um. We want to build community. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like we, just, who knows? You guys could turn us on to our new favorite band. It doesn't always have to be me introducing Steve to his new favorite band. Okay, that was about to say because Kristen is kind of tired of having to play that role. Well, I'm not tired of it. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I like to hear what other people are listening to, and it could be stuff like you know Queens and Rush. That's you know more the classic, or it could be all the love for Greta Van Fleet. I only put Greta Van Fleet in there once, but we got multiple shout outs about Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. So the Rock Out Loud fans are loving them some Greta. I'm loving um, some Greta Van Fleet. Right? Like we need more than four songs. Dad, yeah. it. They have made permanent rotation for now for uh, for. Bumper music, coming back music on uh, the Big Honkin' Show on WGIGA in 1440. Yes! That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Today, you had a lunchtime poll that you put out there. There's only been 16 votes with 15 hours left to go at this point. To celebrate uh, Freddie Mercury's 71st birthday, what's your favorite Queen record? News of the World, Night of the Opera, Day of the Races, or Other? Which would be yours, Kristen? Um, well, I'm other. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I love, yeah, I love Sheer Heart Attack. Mm-hmm. 
I love it so much. Well, why did you put those three? So, okay. One, because I could only do four. Okay. Right. <laughs> I know I needed other. Obviously, A Night at the Opera, that's like the quintessential classic Queen record. And then News of the World and Day of the, at the Races are two of their other kind of infamous records that were mm -hmm. in that sort of 70s world. So, kind of like the height of Queen. Mm -hmm. So, just put some of those guys. And I mean, 71st birthday, so you have to represent the 70s, right? Yeah. Well, with 17 votes, 65% of the vote right now is going to Night at the Opera. With 23% going to other. So if you chose other, tweet at Rock Out Loud Pod and mention what other you want you were talking about. Yeah. Get and the conversation going. Send us videos. You know me. I'm a sucker for YouTube vortexes. Well, so is Steve. Mm -hmm. We love YouTube vortexes. I will so get sucked down the YouTube vortex in a minute. Put us on one. Yeah. So <laughs> I really will. I will start watching something before I know it. I'm watching. I will start over here with Def Leppard. And before I know it, I'm watching the John Denver documentary. And I'm like, how in the world did I get here? How did <laughs> this like happen? Crumbs. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. The other night I was talking to uh, Scott Rifen um, about some stuff. And, and somehow we got to Muppets. And so I was mentioning a few Muppet specials that I saw back in the day. That he didn't. By the way, I know it doesn't seem rocking to talk about the Muppets, but they did have one of the greatest house bands of all time, the Electric Mayhem, with one of the greatest drummers of all time, Animal. Um, Which we have talked about on this podcast. Before. Yes. And he, and we got to talking. So I, I sent him a few things. And next thing I know, I'm in a Muppets vortex. And, and, and before I know it, I'm watching a BBC documentary on the Muppets. And over in the corner, over on the side, and it was getting late, and I had to go to sleep. But I'm like, well, there's a behind the music on this band and this band on somehow that was connected to the Muppets. You oh, know, there was behind there was, the musics are deadly. There was Alice Cooper's appearance on the Muppets that was over there, and I'm like, I gotta watch that. It's wild, but I I didn't. I had to I had to resist. Did you know Alice Cooper did a Muppet show one time? I did. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Good old Alice. See, scaring you know good old moms and dads all over the world, and then comes on the Muppets. Yeah. It, he was they, he was one of the people that were sitting in an interview in the documentary. He's like, you're sitting there and you're talking. Yeah, Kermit, could you move over here? Maybe it'll be a little bit better if you're over in this on this side. And then I realized I have to look down below. Hey, could you move Kermit over this way? <laughs> <laughs> so, And that's the thing that all those stars that work with them always said. And you just kind of forget that you're talking to people. So we say all that to say, social media us up. We're at on Twitter, at RockOutLoudPod. Uh, you can also go to the Facebook page, which is at uh, facebook.com rockout slash rockoutloudpodcast. And we're also really active in the Goloverse group, uh, which is doing a, a fantastic time of having a good time over there. And you can get there easily by going to geekoutonline.com slash group. And we'll say this at the top of the show as we're doing now and as we're wrapping up, we need iTunes reviews. iTunes reviews help us get noticed at helps move us up in the rankings and the more iTunes reviews we have the better they're almost as important as you actually downloading and listening to the podcast and though and we appreciate everyone who does so um, and we want to we want to get more people in on this train because I think we have fun I think we have a good time and and I think we're a little bit unique that we're just out here having a good time talking about music that we love and uh, and doing our best to interact with you guys as we as we do it Kristen I think we missed an email back in May yeah yeah and I think he resent it uh just a couple of weeks ago and and we missed it even then so if you if we've heard that I don't remember 
reading this or hearing this. So, our apologies to Calvin Bigelow. Not to be confused with Bam Bam Bigelow. And uh, and and we're going to get into it right now. He's ref- he is referencing our 1987 podcast that we did. Mm-hmm. And he said, thank you so much for your podcast about 1987. Uh, 86-87 was an important year for me. My mom and I moved away for a, from a podunk town in Arizona where all there was was country music. They did have a rock station for about two years in 83-85 when I was exposed to some rock. And we moved to the much larger city of Phoenix, Arizona. Anyway, Leopard, GNR, NXS, U2, Michael Jackson. By the way, I almost said Inks as with NXS. Top 40 <laughs> Radio and even Madonna were a few of the bands I was exposed to once uh, once I moved and have loved ever since. One enormous band, though, was missing, sadly, from your list. My boys, Aerosmith. They had a huge resurgence with a permanent vacation album in 87 with songs like Ragdoll, Dude Looks Like a Lady, and my favorite, Angel. That's him saying his favorite, uh, Angel. Uh, did we mention Dude Looks Like a Lady, or did, was that off-air when we were talking about that whole situation? I think that was off air, and I think we both. Well, I was definitely like, uh, I didn't include Aerosmith, which is a bummer because I love '80s Aerosmith and sure. '90s Aerosmith. Yeah, but. me too. And I said I do too, but I'm just really over. Dude looks like a lady. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just am. Um, I love. I, I I I like even some of the newer Aerosmith. You know, where they've just kind of really gone to their bluesy roots has been fun for me. But uh, yeah, we hadn't really, we've never really talked a lot about them, have we? No, I mean, we did talk on the first ever Rock Out Loud. If you guys remember back, mm-hmm. I either selected crazy hmm. or substituted crazy out for something else. Maybe Motley Crue. Yeah, but I think crazy we've done. We have Smith is one of my all-time favorite songs. We have played crazy on the show. Yes, I know we have. Yeah. Uh, anyway, love, love, love the podcast and all the hard work you two put into it. I wish I had the nerves to start a podcast. It, of course, would be about my boys, Aerosmith. There are no dedicated podcasts about them like there is Kiss. Are there Kiss-dedicated podcasts? Dude, there's Kiss everything. <clears throat> I guess so. <laughs> does Does Gene Simmons know this, and has he sued or sent a cease and desist yet? He probably has, or gets a cut. Yeah. Anywho, love me some Rock Out Loud, and that's from Cal in Arizona. P.S. Hint, hint. More love for for some Aerosmith on the podcast would make this listener very happy. Or am I going to have to uh, Patreon it up so that I can host Roll with you two? I don't think anyone would want that. Believe me. Well, Calvin, <gasps> don't doubt yourself. Yeah, don't doubt yourself. I st- I stepped into this thing with Kristen, having never had a real live conversation with her, and then the mics went live, and it was just magic. You never know what the magic may bring. <laughs> Started from the bottom, and now we're. A few rings above the bottom. That's what started at the bottom, and now we're, you know, ready to climb. Um, (laughs) That's what we're trying to do, guys. We're trying to climb. We need your help. Uh, Randy Chang from Columbia, Maryland says, Hi, guys. After hearing my last email read on the podcast, I realized how anti-Kristen it sounded. So I'll submit this one to give some love to Kristen and balance out the role. While I probably wouldn't go so far as calling Eddie Van Halen a one-trick pony, I do think there are some limits to his so-called brilliance. I agree wholeheartedly with Kristen's assessment that if there were a battle between Eddie Van Halen and Randy Rhodes, I would choose Mr. Rhodes any day of the week. Much of the Van Halen material, particularly the Roth era, didn't offer much in terms of depth. Don't get me wrong, 
It was great party music, but for the most part, it was still blues, bass, strut, and swagger, which is what I love, by the way, Randy. Um, when I listen to Randy Rhodes' material with Ozzy and even a little bit of the really early Quiet Riot stuff, I hear a much more nuanced approach to songwriting, particularly how he introduced classical elements into heavy rock framework. To me, Diary of a Madman is still one of the most crushingly heavy yet hauntingly beautiful songs ever written. And I also had somewhat of a religious experience listening to D the first time. Whereas other people say they will always remember the moment they found out Kurt Cobain died or when the Twin Towers collapsed, I'll always remember the exact moment I heard D for the first time. Now, Randy, like, was D tragic for you or something? Because you just compared listening to it for the first time to Kurt Cobain dying. (laughs) And one of the greatest tragedies our country ever has experienced in 9-11. That's, uh, yeah. As we've covered, Eddie is indeed a very talented guitar player, and he and Randy Rhodes were the main two guitar rivals in the late 70s, early 80s LA rock scene. But I've never felt a deep emotional con- uh, connection to Eddie's material as I do to Randy's. So how do you feel about all that, Kristen? Um, I mean, I don't feel a deep emotional connection to any of them. Sure personally but i mean i think i made it clear that i don't prefer eddie van halen (laughs) yeah well he's he's all he's all backing you up he's doing what fans do all the time like they hear a little bit like oh they kind of agree with me and they just go all the way with it (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) or oh they kind of disagree with me and go all the way with yes exactly exactly as for the assertion that eddie is a d-back well as you indicated in the episode, one of the key ingredients of the band and probably one of their most understated strengths is Michael Anthony's bass playing and his harmony vo- vocals. Unfortunately, in recent years, Eddie has not been kind to Michael and has belittled his contributions. As I recall, there was a time in which it seemed like Van Halen was trying to rewrite history and omit Michael from retrospective photos and videos. Plus, there's a fairly recent YouTube video from the last couple of years in which Eddie was actively criticizing Michael's bass playing ability. Nevertheless, if you listen to videos of their recent tour with Wolfgang and Roth, it sounds suspiciously like the band was using Michael's recorded vocals as backing tracks. So, yes, I do agree with Kristen that Eddie is a D-bag. Talented, yes, but a D-bag nonetheless. Well, that's true. You know, I've, I've always said of Prince, he was crazy as a loon, but he was a genius at the same time. I know Kristen has already decreed that there will be no episode devoted to Van Halen 3, the Sharon years, but I'll give you my quick thoughts about that period. I very much liken that effort to Motley Crue's long 1994 album without Vince Neil and with singer John Karabi, which I absolutely loved. If the band had changed its name and maybe given a different title to the album, I think it would have done much better. Van Halen 3 album wasn't necessary. Wasn't necessarily a great album, but it wasn't as bad as people make it out to be. The name and the reputation gave certain expectations that it just could not live up to. Maybe I'm just partial because I'm also a big extreme fan. More than words. Is Isn't that extreme? Yeah, and he Great. hates you so much right now if he is, in fact, an extreme fan. <laughs> Good. We'll see. We're really balancing out the role for old Randy Chang right now. <laughs> um, but I still think Gary Sharon is a great singer, and his songwriting contributions of Van Halen gave the material a little more depth that the band had not necessarily experienced before. Also, say what you will about Sharon. Am I saying his name right, Sharon? Yep. Okay. But at least he was willing to dive deep and do justice to songs from both the David Lee Roth and Hagar era the tour that followed sammy was largely unwilling to sing david lee roth era songs keep on rocking and i look forward to hearing your assessment about the hagar years and that's as we said randy chang from up in columbia maryland so 
Well, thanks, Randy. That's very well thought out commentary. What's amazing to me on all the shows that I do, Kristen, whether it's mm-hmm. this show, whether it's Geek Out Loud, Rock Out Loud, or Mark Out Loud, uh, the listeners always seem to be more well versed in what I'm talking about than I am. <laughs> I mean, isn't that why you have me here with you? It is. It is. Uh, but at the same time, it's this thing of like... <laughs> you have to surround yourself with strong people. That's right. We be- And we become the vehicle for others to get their knowledge out there to the masses, is what happens. Yes. You know, because a lot of times it's just a matter of, hey, I know something about this, and I want everyone to know it as well. So... I mean, a fan, an emailing fan of a of a genre or a band, when they email a show like this, and they're you know they're listening to us, they're really just saying, "Listen, you've got a platform, and I want people to know what I've got." So maybe you and Randy and can. We're be... here to spread the word. Mm-hmm. Maybe you and Randy can be friends again. Maybe Ma- one oh, day. Wow! Maybe. Wow! <laughs> wow! No, I'm just saying, maybe. I don't know. We need to hear from him more. We'll see. Well, yeah. I already, I mean, you know, we already started off on a bad foot. You only have one chance to make first impression. Mm, that's true. <laughs> but listen, if, if bald-headed Rod can come around. I know, but now we're in a fantasy football league against one another. We're literally in the same league. Oh, wow. Yep. I go up against him week one. <laughs> and there's a friendly wager. By the way, just go into the chat real quick. <laughs> M. Dunn in the chat says, I do enjoy Kristen and Steve's life's co- life coach on roll. <laughs> <laughs> well well played, sir. Well played. Um, we all have our parts to play. That's right. Well, let's do this. Let's, let's play this part. Coming up on Geek Out Loud soon. Here we go. Woo! Get it in first. We are... Uh, <laughs> We have just let grind it till you find it, as they say. Oh, are you there? Yeah, Team Steve. Team um, Steve. Grind it till you find it. On a, in an automatic, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they had jumbo wings and tenders. I was hoping there would be a gate guard to sweet talk up mm-hmm. there, but it was not. We, we saw a lot of long ponytails today. Okay, we'll edit this part out. No, no we won't. I know you won't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't edit it. If I am looking in the sun too long, everything gets fuzzy after that. I mean, that's everybody. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. Whosoever shall be found must stand and face the hounds of hell. Oh, she's a scary child. Rot inside a corpse's shell. Shaz is convinced they were stacking bodies in this cemetery. I mean, that's premium plot right there. 
I would have been like, hey, you, tell me about these jumbo wings and tenders. The announcer looks at me and uh, he says, you want to eat? I was like, what? We, we should probably go back for some jumbo wings um, and tenders. Coming to Geek Out Loud in October is going to be our Stranger Things watch through. Something I was not expecting. I forgot that I had more to say. And uh, we'll be doing that uh, leading up to Stranger Things 2 premiering on Netflix. It'll kick off with the big Stranger Things expedition show. It was myself, it was Shaz Bazaar, it was Steve Bennett. We had a fantastic time that we'll be. Uh, documenting for you via the podcast, but also through blog posts that you'll be able to find over at geekoutonline.com starting in just a couple of weeks. So we're pumping that up, looking forward to our Stranger Things focus and our watch through together on Geek Out Loud. You can find it over at the Geek Out Loud podcast. So that's what's coming down the pipe. I can't wait to hear about Jumbo Wings and Tenders. Hey, let me tell you something. (laughs) The, (laughs) The plot thickened when when jumbo wings and tenders came into play <laughs> jumbo wings and tenders jumbo wings and tenders love it you that was what was going on in my mind at one point on this trip this trip was not without being fraught with danger we we faced many challenges on this particular trip my I, maybe i should say i faced many challenges <laughs> on this particular trip but we'll you'll hear all about it Steve Glosson may have gotten on a bicycle for the first time in, oh, 20 years. <gasps> yeah. I'm afraid of bicycles. Well, so am I now that I have to have one surgically removed from my rear end. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kristen, several weeks ago, we were doing a show, and you brought up a certain band, and I think we played a track by them then. We did. And uh, I think so, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I was saying it's a statement. It sounded like a question, but go on. Okay. Uh, the band is Kaleo. Kaleo. That's how we pronounce their name. Yes. Kale- not Kaleo. Not not Kaleo. Not Kaleo. Kaleo. Was there a was there a Kaleo back in the eighties? There might have been. Uh, it seems so familiar. Maybe it was. Maybe I'm thinking Cameo from back in the eighties. Anyhow, word up, word up. <laughs> um. <laughs> You know that Shout song? out to you for even pulling that out. Do you know that song? You know what I'm talking about? I do know that song. What's the word? word of? Yeah, I know that song. I just didn't expect you to pull that out here. Well, of course. Why not? Listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm, in, a, I'm, in, a, I'm in a constant state of 80s. Um, so today I'm going to pull this album for us. And I text you and I say, hey, what album is it? And you're like, it's AB. There's just one. Like, stupid. But nay, nay, Kristen. Nay, nay. There is a Christian band uh, by the name of Kaleo. And I don't know if... I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Because if you... If you Google Kaleo, you get the Kaleo of which we're speaking. Now, these guys... Where did you tell me these guys are from? Because they're real pretty. Iceland. The lead, the, the lead singer's real pretty. Real real talk? He's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, from clay. Yeah. Um 
All right, let's see here. No, I don't see anything. Wow, this is crazy. I can't find anything about this. Oh, KaleoWorship.com. Ah. It's a Christian band offering originals, contemporary, and traditional music for various venues, but not limited to churches, nursing homes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I was just in the... This can't be right. These are not the people I heard on the... This is weird. These are not the people I heard on the... Uh, on on the Amazon preview today. It's wild. Now, what have you just sent me? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Kristen's Kristen is going after the rock out loud. Uh, <laughs> guests. That's great. That's fantastic. So this is uh, Kaleo. They had the song that played at the opening of Vinyl, correct? Yes. The the short lived the one season show on HBO. Did you watch that show? Yeah, it was awful. It's unfortunate that it wasn't as good as it could have been. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's because they were de- dealing too much in the fiction. I feel like they just didn't know what they wanted to be. Like, did it want to be like an almost famous type show? Did it want it to be like a mob show? Did it want it? Did it want to be this complete parody of itself? Like, it, it there was no focus to it. Right. Right. And um. And I was really hoping it'd be good because it's a cool time of, you know, era of music and such as. And then to just kind of be such a bummer. To be a downer like it was. Of course, everything's a downer nowadays. I, feel I like, mean, Outlander's not. Well, I've not watched It's going to make me cry, but... Mm. But sometimes we like to cry. Ooh. Especially after Scotland. Woo! <laughs> I was on that battlefield. I was there. It's real. Dry land is real. I've seen it. All right. That's Waterworld. Kevin Costner. A lot of people underrated. A lot of people didn't like the movie, but I thought it was great. Um, That was all. Cable guy. Okay, shut up, Steve. Let's get into Kaleo. This is their song. This is their album, A slash B. And, of course, we're just going to go track by track listen to this. Some of it I may cut off after the hook or two, and some we may just listen all the way through. We're just going to see how it goes. I can't wait to get to track eight. We'll talk about it when we get there. But here is no good... <laughs> by Kaleo. Right, you know, you might as well. It won't do you no good. It won't do you no good. And I said, kiss your baby goodbye. 
That was Kaleo with No Good on Rock Out Loud. <laughs> you just had to let that one breathe. Oh my gosh, I had to let that one breathe. The guitars are just so... its it, You can air guitar with it, but you're also just kind of bobbing. This is the type of song that I wish I DJ'd when I was used to do some DJing back in the old country. Um, <laughs> that that I wish I was DJing cool parties because in, in, in down in South Georgia, the only thing people want to listen to was either rump shaking music or country music. And if you throw on a track like this that nobody knows, even though it's jamming, even though it's upbeat, even though it's a party song, even though you can just rock out to it, nobody pay much attention to it. Like, well, play, play wagon wheel, play Luke Bryan. Oh God, no. Play the wop, play the wobble, and it's just like shut up and and jam, because that's what they do on this song. They shut up and jam. It's like this song can't be tamed. Mm-mm. Like those guitars hit you in the face. His he basically goes through like the vocal Olympics in this song. Like uh, his his voice is like the epitome of a rock singer to yes. me in this song. Yes, and he's so. That's the thing, and 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 we and I go back to when you first introduced me to these guys. To be so good looking, he shouldn't sing so gritty. Oh, but he does. Like he <laughs> should be singing like your favorite band, One Direction. Well, just wait, because he definitely like there are some ballads on this. Oh record. yeah, yeah. Like you will hear, it's not all that. Oh wow. Well, listen, yeah, get ready. I, I can appreciate a good ballad by a rocker now. Don't get me wrong. So I I just uh but. I think it's you know one of the one of the things we always do is we talk about first tracks and if this were a vinyl and you were dropping the needle on this I think it's a great way to start out an album. I think oh, absolutely! It, I think it's it a, makes a statement. Yeah, I think it's a great introduction to this group. No good is what that was called. Well, uh, let's go to this one number two. We're just going to continue listening. It's way down we go. Oh. Father, tell me, do we get what we deserve? Oh, we get what we deserve. And where down we go, go. Come 
I'm all about it, Kristen. This song, it, it sounds like the South to me. It does, but it also sounds like this really puts them in this modern era of music to me. Like, the, the, the first song, I think, could have come out at any point in classic rock music, but this song definitely has a... The way the drums go, that rhythm, you know, it's a very familiar kind of rhythm that a lot of bands of this ilk are doing these days. That's not a criticism. Um, but, yeah, it, it has a very southern swagger to it, I think. I agree with you there. It's very like, blu- it's very bluesy. It is. Yeah. And, like, when we first started talking about them, when I was like, Steve, guess where they're from? Yeah. Guess where they're from, Steve? <laughs> like, you wouldn't think Mm-mm. that this is a band from Iceland that no. has this like blues and this like swag and this like huge rhythm like yes right. all about this he is he's so he, there's so much soul in his singing yes and you know I don't I don't know that you can you can tell when someone is putting on soul you know you can tell when someone is trying I fake soul whenever I go try to be soulful it, you can tell Steve's faking. But the way this guy just, I mean, he's making his voice. His voice works for him. He controls his voice so well Yep. with what he does. What's his name, Bjorn? No. We're just going to call him Bjorn. His name is JJ. It's JJ. like JJ Julius' son. Oh, wow. But they're, they're, it's way more Icelandic than that. Sure. But that's what he goes by, JJ. Okay. I can handle yay yay. Yay, yay. I'm yay, yay. Might try and meet him after the show that I see them in October. Oh, I hope we'll you see. do. We'll see. Yeah. See how it's going. We'll see how we'll see how I feel. See how I feel about it. <laughs> Let's, we'll see what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. He may he may suck that night, and I may not want anything to do with him. <gasps> I doubt that. Me, well, I do, he was too. Like, he was, like, dying last time I saw him, and he was great. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I, I, love, I love that song. That's one of those songs that... That is a song you put on at night while you're sitting out on the porch. Yes. You know, as Bob Seger would say, listening to the listening to the clouds roll in, listening to the thunder. Um, woke last night the sound of thunder. Yeah. Sun's just getting ready to kind of you know, mm-hmm. it's like dusk out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, I love it. Love it. So far, I, we're two for two on this album, Kristen. In my opinion. This album is super you, Steve. Like, this band just, like, to me, screams Steve Glosson. Well, so far, you're dead on. (laughs) We'll find out if that continues here with track three, Broken Bones. Ah, the devil's gonna make me a free man. The devil's gonna set me free. 
from Iceland have no business singing a song like this. <laughs> this is like New Orleans voodoo right here. Well, yeah. I mean, look, uh, it sounds like Southern spirituals. Yep. You know, and I and I know, granted, they're not singing spiritual. They're, they're singing about the dark side. The spiritual devil's going to set me free. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's really what this style is. It's, it, it's, this is really interesting that they would, I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued by these people. By the way, not to back up, but Way Down We Go, the second track we listened to, actually was used in um, the trailer, the second trailer for Logan this this year. Oh, there you go. Year. So these guys are getting a lot of attention through the media and stuff. But, yeah, this Broken Bones, This, I mean, this is a... Uh, you can just hear a bunch of sweaty guys on a chain gang, you know? Singing this thing at the beginning of Old Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh my God, yes. You know? And just, I, like, it is it is that kind of thing. I What I love about this, and I love it when, when bands do this kind of thing, is they surprise you with this type of sound after they've rocked out and they've done the real soulful thing like they did with Way Down We Go. And now you're getting into, I mean, literally a genre of music that is, um, that is at the heart of blues. Which is at the heart of rock and roll, mm-hmm. and it's that's just a really cool thing. There's I, I have several different people that have done you know several different CDs of people that do this kind of thing. Of course, in the Christian realm, a lot of times they'll take old hymns you know and sit down on old studio upright piano and do like a track, you know, almost like they're doing a demo track in an empty church or something. But um, and kind of you know put the twang on it like that. But that's that's just real cool. That's a fun track to me. I love the lyrics too, like "Ain't got no place to call home, only chains and broken bones." Mm-hmm. Like, mm. yeah, yes. So, <laughs> there's our lyricist. There, there you, you know, are. You know me. There oh my you god, are. just wait, just wait for some of these songs. Um, but yeah, I mean, like talking about his voice too. Like, you haven't even like touched the surface of like tender Kaleo yet. Uh oh, really? Even with "Way oh Down my- We Go," because that was very. I, I'm telling you that. That way down we go. He the control that he had was just what was blowing me away. There. You you wait, good sir. All right. Well, let's continue on. This is Glass House from Kaleo A B. Track number four.
Well, here's the party song, too. Party song, feel the swagger. Yes. I like singing along with the guitar licks. Right? It's perfect. <laughs> I like it when it's okay to sing along with the, with the guitar licks. <laughs> I mean, that kind of stuff's built in for live audiences right there. It totally is. And I don't think they're playing this on their tour. you got to be kidding me. On the set list I've looked at, it's not on. Maybe they're, but they've only played a few shows. Maybe they're substituting stuff in and out, but. I mean, ah! this is, this is one that I think would have to be on there because you get the audience involved and before you know it, you know, you've got, you've got the audience in your hand. Anytime the audience has to participate, they immediately warm up to you unless you're a bad band, but these guys are not. No, they're great. And, like, again, like, I love a band that has swagger to them. And, like, Kaleo, especially in this song, like, they don't necessarily in every song have this kind of, like, cocky swagger. But, like, I love when a band can write a song, like, your fortunes fade in love. Fortune only favors me. Oh, wow. Like, yes. That's some smack talking right there. Exactly. This song, there's so much smack talking to this song. Listen to this end. Listen to it break it down the end here. I'm sorry, Kristen. We had some technical difficulties there. Also, uh, well, in the in the form of there is a phone call I've got to take. So if everyone will stand by, uh, stand by. we'll be we'll be right back rather quickly. Add it, everybody. Add it. So where were we? We were just finishing Glass House. Okay, so we're getting into Hot Blood. Mm-hmm. Number five, track number five on the countdown. It's not a countdown. I'm Casey Kasin. Um, number five, track five, this is Hot Blood. Turn your back, you're a broken man. They come around and just die and just shake your head. Don't expect you to understand. Keep telling yourself there's no shame They don't know about who we are They don't know about you and I They ain't no blind by the stars of your eyes Oh, hot blood love is gonna get you Better man, you wanna reach for the things that nobody can. All you need is to break away. Yeah. Just keep telling yourself there's no shame. They don't know about who we are. They don't know about you and I. They know blind by the stars of your eyes. Your hot blood love is gonna get you. 
This last two minutes of this song, I mean, puts it right up there. It's probably one of my favorites off this album so far. Yeah? Yes. I love the way it's breaking down. I love the way that everyone's jamming out. I just love the feel. I just found myself bopping my head to it. If someone would have had a camera on me, they'd have been like, this is what a fatty looks like when he's podcasting happy. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I love? I just love, like... I just picture a bunch of people around, like, a fire. Yes. Like, yes. on the beach or in the middle of the woods. Yes. Like, just jamming out to this. And, like, making up words as they go along, you yeah. know? And then, like, all liking something, and then they all go back to that with that get up, get up, get up, get Yeah. Yes. I, I'm digging it. I love, like I say, this is a great, oh, such a good ending. I love it when it ends big like that you know and they're just the guitars were riffing and yeah i'm i'm all about it hot blood not to be confused with hot blooded ladies and gentlemen by foreigner no two very different songs mm-hmm. as you could hear <laughs> yeah i was all about that so that was good stuff man um now we're about to get tender tender really yeah with with all the pretty girls yeah Okay, well, get ready. Let's get tender. Won't you lay 
that's not the same guy. Oh, it is. Really? Yes. Wow. This sounds like a lot of... You know, I don't even know the genre, but I mean, like, it just feels like a lot of stuff that's kind of popular, especially like when you go to some of your smaller venues, like your Noah Gundersons and your, um, uh, I don't want to say, uh, Kings of Leon, but it's, but yeah, that kind of feel to it, you know, there's a little bit of reverb on the, on the drums and you're using the bass and the toms pretty heavy there. Um, and, uh. You know, just kind of a you're you're kind of be it is tender, but you're kind of be bopping your head while you're listening. Yeah, like it's still pleasant. I love how um, like bare the song is and how spacious. Yes, the song is compared to everything else so far that's been mm-hmm. so big. Like there's been such a sonic, like a huge sonic sound to it, mm-hmm. and then you go to this, which is just so stripped down. It's almost like a palate so cleanser. Vulnerable. Yeah, it's almost like a palate cleanser. Yeah. Yeah. And it's right basically in the middle of the album. Like, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. It is the perfect spot on the album for a song like this. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> so, we are apparently programming our respective wedding reception song lists. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's what M. Dunn in the chat the says. Makes it? This, is, this is a song that sincerely would be played at a wedding reception. Um, This would be on my, you know, like I say, doing some DJing back in the old country. This is a song I would have put on the the rotation. Um, You know, you you slip it in there along with, because it does kind of transition. This is a song that's going to transition in and out of some of the other kind of popular stuff that people are digging, and they'll just think, oh, this is one of those songs that I like. I picture this song being played with, like, at a wedding reception with like lots of those like fairy lights. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's like a, there's definitely hey. like flowers on like like um like strewn across like in the on the ceiling. Yeah, and that's exactly the type of place. Like I'm picturing the outdoor venue. Yes, where like we're in the where woods. yeah where where I would where I did a lot of wedding DJing, and um and this is and yeah this is definitely that it's definitely that kind of song, where you've got lights strung from the trees and um. And people are hanging out and just dancing and having a good time, and uh, and it's that tender moment. That is a good song though. I like it. Dig it mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Dig it a lot. Here comes. You're Aud- digging on the Kaleo a lot. I am. I really am. This is a good album. This is a good album. There's a good mixture. You know, a lot of times, um, yeah, because I do like to rock out a lot, but I like it when a band shows that they can go up and down and back and forth. You know, I like it when when they're when they're when they're calmer more tender as you use the term stuff is is just as good to listen to as you know hot blood 100 percent. yes uh this is track seven this is automobile imagine myself in an automobile a hundred miles an hour only me at the wheel i wanted to shine to be only mine the engine has to be just one of a kind how many dollars do I need, sir? You know, I sure don't have a lot There must be something we can work on Well, I'll take it anyway I guess I could make room for one A bottle of rum For you and me together riding into the sun Well, if 
without care With the wind in my hair I'm driving through the desert Yeah, going Take me where the wheels take me Far away Wheels take me I can't stay Wheels take me Any place today Imagine myself in an automobile a hundred miles an hour if you know how I feel Along with my mind my Okay 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 Just okay, it's just there This really skirts the line of country to me A little bit Yeah And I'm not, you know, I'm not anti-country But that's what a lot of bands like this do They kind of dip into some of that, that country sound roots And again, this is stuff I can tell you People in the old country would love Um and and for me, I don't know. This is a little bit out of place coming from some of this other stuff. Like everything else, I can kind of roll with, but I'm not sure about this one. See, I like this song. Yeah. Like again, it's like that simplistic mm-hmm. kind of vibe. Like I see what you mean in like context of the album, but like I've put automobile on a lot of playlists. Sure. And like it fits. Yeah. So maybe like out of the album, like out of the context of all the other songs. Mm-hmm. It stands a bit better, right? Right. Yeah. But I don't, you're, you're totally right. Like his inflection and how he sings in this song, it's definitely veering on the country side of things. Well, this is where I can kind of put my hand on who this group kind of reminds me of. Only when they rock, they rock a little bit harder. They remind me of a band that I was loving a couple of years back and still do love. They're just not together anymore. Called the Dirty Governess. Okay. And um, and they kind of have this same flavor. They they're very kind of southern rock, skirting the line of country. Um, but when they, man, when you feel it, you feel it with them, you know, like they, they kind of hit you in the emotions with some of their stuff and you have a good time with other, with, with more of their stuff, but they don't, they don't rock quite, quite as hard as Kaleo rocks when they rock. Okay. But, um, but this stuff is very similar to what, you know, their automobile and all the pretty girls is very similar to some of the stuff that Dirty Governors does. I haven't brought them to the table enough on this show. I don't think you've brought them to the table at all. I think I did way back early on, or okay. maybe I just mentioned them, but yeah, I don't think I've brought them to the table enough. And they broke up, and I never got to see them, and it kind of. I don't. I say they broke up; they just quit touring because I guess they weren't breaking as big as they needed to. So that's why you need to go to all the shows, Steve. Well, you can't have stories like that. It breaks my heart as a music fan. I know, I know. Here's the one I was really looking forward to getting to. Uh huh. Because um, you don't know what to expect? Uh, because I don't know how to pronounce it. Neither Vor- do I. <clears throat> so let me get into Icelandic mode. You hear it, scared it, read it, read it. That's Iceland, right? Um, they're kind of Norse. I think it's Swedish. Are they kind of Norse, though? Icelandic, Norse? Yeah. Yeah, so it's all the same. Okay. Vori Vagliskogi. How's that? We'll go with it. Okay. All right. Vori Vagliskogi. This is track number eight from Calio.
saying but i like it i just sent you the translation oh really yeah on your uh i texted you okay it's like the lyric like the translate like you know how a lot of times things don't translate like between the two languages to like still sound great um like the night is ours spring in the wood of skies we head to the heath with our tent where the berries grow Take me, my dear friend, to the mirth of yesterdays, where our creek once runs free and the birch will blow. Wow. The dew comes forth, our valley is swept with peace. Our dreams come true who sleep in the wood of skies. On the berry hearth, the last touch of sunlight dies, and the calm is deep where the quiet waters flow. Light in the mountains, sent from our dearest fountains, the wind is counting your hair and the light aglow. This is this surely this is like an old Icelandic folk song. Ah, uh, it might be. I feel like it's just their song though. I I mean like this is the kind of stuff when you're <laughs> when you've got your fantasy novel that you're reading, you know, like your Lord of the Rings or your uh, you know, Outlander, whatever. You <laughs> you throw this on and like it fits. I I I dig it and as I as I sent you in the Skype, those harmonies, though. Oh, my God. They sound so tight and good. It really is. It's the, Let me tell you, this is a magical song to me. Yes. Mainly because, you know, the foreign, of course, the, 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 the foreign tongue in which it's being sung, of course, adds to that. But it's also, it does, it has that kind of old, old country folk feel you know to it and just something mystical about the words that are being spoken in the tune it it hypnotizes you in a way that's a perfect word for it yeah Yeah. it totally hypnotizes you and i mean you look like like we just kind of read some of the translated lyrics but like you read that and it's it's so mystical Mm -hmm. like almost like you know my favorite band led zeppelin how you know they would sing songs that you know, pulled from, you know, mysticism and there was like an air to some of their songs that had that feel, you know, kind of, kind of similar thing happening here. 
I know, guys. I just killed Steve. What what books did I bash? Wait, what? I got lost in the uh, in the in the chat here, and of course by the the villain of the Goliverse. The absolute villain. Well, yeah. no, there there's a bigger villain. We know who the bigger. Oh villain yeah, is. yeah. Well, we don't mention that person. No. Um, it's a love poem that became a song in the '60s, according to Bianca in the chat. Thank you, Bianca. Boom. Um, I was told that. Um, Daniel and Andy says, guys, it was in English. <laughs> and then he says, holy crap, I can speak Icelandic. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I wasn't bashing books. I was saying that when you read and you have music on, you know, I love fantasy books. I love reading that kind of stuff. Good Lord. I'm a geek for crying out loud. I prefer fantasy to sci-fi. I prefer the old... Like, I can put on... I can open up Taliesin by Stephen Lawhead and read about the fall of Atlantis and everything while listening to that song. I love it. It is... I I do love that song. (laughs) (laughs) They play that live. I'm excited. Yeah, that's good stuff. So, we're we're winding down here. It's a short album. And they've kind of wound down as, as the album has gone on. Right? So, the two sides are very different. Yeah. It's an, it's very interesting. I dig it. Don't get me wrong. I really dig it. And the more I hear stuff like this coming from you to me and Greta Van Fleet, the more I'm thinking, Kristen, I, I, I'd like to know who tainted you against Led Zeppelin that you have <laughs> stood against him for so long because I feel like, I feel like, that if it weren't for you being tainted against them, that you would actually be... You might not be a Zep head, per se. A Zep head? Is that what they call themselves? I don't know. It's just a term I just said just now. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you would definitely... Uh, maybe a lead head? I don't know. But you'd appreciate them more. Anyhow, this is track number nine on Kaleo. Their Kaleo's album, sorry. A, B. That's A slash B. Available now wherever albums are sold. It's called Save Yourself. It weighs heavy on one's heart I could tell right from the start That sweeter ones are hard to come across There is more than meets the eye I'd like yours, it's rare to find Someone else's game will be my loss Little things that make you smile Dancing barefoot in the dark If only I had strength to change Oh, for what you need, you will not see. Choose your words before you speak. Oh, can you see that? Oh, you've got to stop. Oh, no, save yourself. 
Kristen, I'll let you start. Why? I, I just, I, I feel like I always kind of talk too much. And never... Oh, I was like, oh my God, Steve doesn't like this song, you guys. Oh, no. Steve loves <laughs> this song. <laughs> I mean, how can it be denied? Like, don't give in to that feeling. Don't give in darkness and faith. You should be safe, yeah, with someone else. Little things that make you smile, dancing barefoot in the dark. If I only I had strength to change your mind for what you need, you will not see. Choose your words before you speak. Can you see that all you've got is time? Mm. Save yourself for someone else. Gee whiz. Heartbreak song. Man. Someone else's gain will be my loss. It's like there you won't be mine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> to bring it back to a common ground of Matchbox. Sure. <laughs> Love it. But I do. Wow. This song. Man. If I, I mean, like, you know, if this is one of those, like, just put on and be depressed. Yep. If sometimes you just need a good cry, you need a yeah. good feel sesh. Yeah. This will give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes me really scared for this final song on the album. Okay, so before we get into this, let mm -hmm. me just say that as if anyone's listened to the chat or if anyone's listened to our podcast for a while, you know that I love Outlander. Well, this next song, I told Angie, I said, after season three, I swear to God, if someone does not make a YouTube video of seasons one, two, three, three, one through three of Outlander with this song behind it, that is a missed opportunity. All right. So here we go. I can't go on without you. Oh, my lantern. They were made for each other Won't be thinking of one another Never thinking just for one second She would take a different attraction We don't want them We don't want them We don't want them Oh no we don't want them, we don't want them, we don't want them, oh no, I can't go on without you, I can't go on without you, I can't go on without you. What's the point of breaking my sweet heart? 
wanted me to let down my guard Well, you know what they say It's better that way So, so you better hush and walk away We don't want them We don't want them We don't want them Oh no We don't want them We don't So, are you saying someone did or did not end up making that video? I'm saying that someone needs to make it once season three ends. Okay. All right. Well, I wish I knew someone that could do stuff like that. Ugh. And then, like, at the end of this song, like, ugh, like, and I'm sure it'll play in the background, but uh, when he sings, so what is left but a broken man, because nothing hurts like a woman can. Mm-hmm. Mm. So true. So, mm, so, tr- <laughs> so good. Uh, I mean, I dig it. You know, like, look, I love, I love the stuff on this album where they're just rocking out. You know, and this is doing a little bit of all of that. You know, you've got the whole, um, you, well, you hear the guitar just tearing it up. Like, the guitar is matching the wailing that JJ is doing at this point. And and so and and these kind of songs when they just all come together like everything is felt through every bit of the band not just lyrically not just vocally but also musically you know the the intensity and the passion of what's happening comes on and builds up and I just I I really dig it I think this is I, I, this is a good way to end this album right like it goes out with that power because it builds up with that guitar Mm -hmm. and like you just heard like it shreds yep but then it has like that heartfelt vocal like that tender vocal i'm like oh someone broke your heart boy and damn i'm glad they did (laughs) your loss is our gain yes (laughs) you and tay tay knowing how to write about the breakups oh lord she wishes hmm She's got nothing on these guys. No, she ain't got nothing on JJ. Mm. Well, um, good song. Good way to end the album. Here's that ending. The last few, last less than a minute here.
Now just wandering off down the street, whistling to himself. Yep. Hmm. Leaving the pain behind him. That's right. That's right. Well, wow. Good album. Good Such album. Such a good album. Too short, in my opinion. Well, I mean, it's ten songs. I know, but I need more. Well, sure. But, I mean, you're talking about, let's see. I mean, they're decent length songs. There's not really a song under three minutes. Not a song... Not a song under three and a half. Well, there's one song under three and a half minutes. Shortest song is three minutes and six seconds on this thing. Which is what? No good? Automobile. Automobile, okay. No good is almost four minutes long. Okay. And I think that speaks to truly how good the album is. Yes. Because the songs are longer and it's still not enough. Yeah, it leaves you wanting more. Definitely. Yeah. I Listen, I like the versatility of this group. Yes. Um, that's the one thing that kind of surprised me because, you know, like we've had four songs, say, from Greta Van Fleet, and I was introduced to both these bands around the same time. And I guess it was no good that we played or, or that you introduced, but I was really jamming to. And, um, and, and so hearing that, I thought, oh, we're going kind of down that same road. And then to have the versatility that's in there uh, on this album, to go from just the rocking out they do on tracks like no good and hot blood to the more tender things but then to just the just the soulful the wailing and the and, and the and just the tug at your heartstrings on stuff like save yourself and then can't go on without you to the to that hypnotizing track 8 that I can't pronounce <laughs> you know it is just a this is a really good versatile group that you know have you you've seen them live or no yeah, they played um, before the Killers. How were they live? Incredible. That that's what sold me on them because I had heard songs from the album, but not the album as a whole. And I was like, okay, like you know, they're good, but I wasn't really blown away. And then when I saw them live, I was like, okay, well, I'm super stoked to see Kaleo. So let's do this. Let's see how they are. And they blew me away. And then found out that the lead singer was hospitalized after the show. So I'm like, well, if he blew me away and he had to get hospitalized because he was sick during the show, what is going to happen in October, guys? <laughs> oh, so he was sick during the show. Like, the show didn't make yes. him sick. Wow. Like, if you, there's an interview with him from that day on YouTube, and you could see he is, like, not there. Hmm. Wow. Still doing the thing though. Still yeah. doing the interview. Well, I mean that's that's what you do. You work it. Yep, you that's work a profesh. Yeah. To me, this band is such a surprise though. Like I hear a song like No Good and I'm just like, Well damn. What? This is this is what I need. Like this is great. And then you listen to the album and you hear songs like Save Yourself and Automobile and All the Pretty Girls and it's like Wow, so this band isn't just like we're gonna rock like that. I'm excited to see more from Greta Van Fleet. Like, is this mm-hmm. band just gonna be like a rock band and like yeah. that's what they do, or are they gonna show that diversity? Are they going to be creative in that way where it's like, you know, we're gonna write this record and it might not be your traditional rock record and it might hurt us and it might propel us to levels we never knew we could go to, as long as they're being themselves. Yep, you know and. And I'm good either way on that because just the four songs we've gotten from like Van Fleet are just 
every single one to me fantastic and on this album you know i go back and and the one track i was like well i don't know it seems out of place all of a sudden after hearing that b-side you know once we get to the b-side of the album so to speak the, the last few tracks you're kind of like no it does fit in and it is the way to kind of transition and move us to what's to come on the back end of this on the back end of this album and mm-hmm. and i am here's i i kept throwing out names like um and i feel like it's just the wrong type groups but i i, I think mumford and sons and i do think kings of leon and i do think uh of, at some points dirty governors and not saying that they're taking from those but they're definitely figuring out a way to do that modern style of not quite rock but also rock at the same time and and mix everything together into just a really good just a good solid outing on this album i think yeah it's a very palatable sound like yes rock fans and not rock fans alike can all i think listen to this record and find some common ground and something that they like yeah i i 100 agree i i absolutely dig it and looking forward to more so here's what we want from you guys in in all of this let us know what you think you can send us an email at rockoutloudpod at gmail.com rockoutloudpod at gmail.com we'd love to get emails from you as you know when we get them we read them unless we forget to read them and you can resend them um like calvin did at the top of the show uh but also if you're not following at rockoutloudpod on twitter you're going to miss all the fun things that Kristen is doing Kristen is fired up and your participation is going to help keep her fired up and uh, you're going to help make rock out loud something even more special and even cooler than it is now and uh and we're trying to work on some things to to make this thing bigger and better and your participation is what's going to help out in that so hit us up on twitter at rock out loud pod you can follow the entire goaliverse podcast uh network at goaliverse you can follow Kristen directly at xboxing the stars we're all out there i mentioned earlier the facebook page for rock out loud which is facebook.com slash rock out loud podcast and uh, the facebook group for the whole goaliverse which you can get to easily by going to geekoutonline.com slash group we're going to have a link in the show notes where you can go to amazon and buy this album by kaleo and uh, it'll help support the shows when you do that, any of the shopping you do through Amazon, by using the link at geekoutonline.com and geekoutpodcast.com helps the shows out, and we appreciate that. If you want to support the shows directly, it's patreon.com slash geekoutloud. Now, if you really, really, truly, truly, truly want to help the show, wherever you listen to the podcast, leave a review. If you listen on iTunes, go and leave a review. Don't just leave a five-star rating, which we greatly appreciate. But leave a review so that people can kind of read and see and know what to expect from this show. Um, And when you do that, what it does is it helps our visibility out. It helps more people see us. People who don't necessarily listen to Geek Out Loud or Disney Vault Talk or Mark Out Loud, but they want to find a podcast where people are just talking about the music they love and having a good time. That's what this is. I imagine this this show, Kristen, and you can correct me if, if you don't agree with this, but this is a show that we could do sitting on the back patio, flipping burgers, and just playing some tunes and sitting around talking and chilling and having a good time. 100%. I mean, I know our Hangout episodes are some of your favorite episodes that we've done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, hey, listen to this song. Hey, listen to this song. You know? And and it's just that kind of atmosphere. And sometimes it's more of a party atmosphere. Sometimes we start listening to Bruce Springsteen songs and Steve gets really real about his feelings. 
and things things start to you know get teary. It yeah, happens. It get very real. <laughs> but those are good times. I like those times. Oh, I have fun with it all. I really enjoy it, and uh, and I hope and we hope that you're enjoying it as well. You who are listening and 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 letting other people in, you know, by letting them know about it. That's the way the word's going to get out the most. And uh, hopefully down the road we'll be having some really cool things for you, the listeners, and uh, and and you know, it's it all depends on you helping us out. Not to put any, not to put too much on your shoulders, ladies and gentlemen, but just letting you know. Well, Chris, and great album. I'm glad I picked it up, and I'm glad we were able to listen through it. And uh, and I would encourage everyone to snag this album because I think there's something for every mood that you may be in. You can there's something for every playlist on this album. Preach. So that wraps us up on this episode of Rock Out Loud. Until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Kristen. Rock on, everybody. Rock on, guys. Bye.